Hi, Maz with you here, back for another episode of Mazahood. Thanks for being with me once again. Um, this will be my third podcast. In my last one, um, I was talking about how I lost my mojo and I'm getting it back again. Working on getting it back, really hard. Sometimes it's hard. So my mojo is basically my zest for life. Um, Pre-Jacinta, third baby, I have to say I was a very positive, happy, easygoing person. I'm I think most people would probably say that about me. Since having Jacinta, my third baby, um, you know, it's just been such a shock to my system being uh, not single for so long but basically, you know, uh, not having any kids to run around after. They're my other two teenagers so they can basically look after themselves. Obviously I cook for them and still clean and things like that but just I just made it so much easier. I could just pick up and go when I wanted to and things like that. So after having Jacinta... Um, it sort of, my life just, I don't know, came screeching to a halt and I was like, oh, who am I now? And then with the passing of my brother-in-law, um, it got even harder and things have just not been good. So anyway, I'm working on getting my mojo back, which is my zest for life. So I used to love everything and appreciate everything. Not that I don't appreciate things anymore, but, um, I have to force myself, I guess, to appreciate things more and I'm working on it. But in this episode, we're not going to be talking about that. Uh, we've, we've talked about that. I'm still trying to get my mojo back, so we'll get on to that later. I'll let you know how that's going in the weeks to come, weeks, months, years, whatever it takes. Uh, in this episode, I want to talk about the pros and cons of motherhood. Um, third time around, especially, I guess. I can barely remember when my other two were little. It just feels like a lifetime ago, literally. So pros and cons of motherhood. Well, I think I'd like to start with the cons because I don't want to end on a bad note. Not that it's bad. I definitely do have more pros than cons, but I'm going to be honest with you. There are some tough days, really tough days, especially when you're sleep deprived and all you just want to do is sleep all day, but there's so much other things to do and a one-year-old's not going to let you sleep on the couch while she's running around trashing the house or watching wiggles and throwing things at you, whatever it may be. So some of the cons, I think, this is my personal views, um, of being a stay-at-home mum at the moment is there's no one to talk to except my little blue snowball, which I'm talking into right now, and I guess whoever's listening. So thanks if you're listening. So no one to talk to except a one-year-old who um, only knows the words I've taught her and screams them back at me multiple times a day um, just over and over again. So her latest sentence, I have no idea where she picked it up from, just shows you like the things that you say, you've got to be careful because, you know, they're, they're listening. They're like sponges. They truly are. I say she's like a little parrot. You say something and she copies it. So um, yesterday she started saying, open the door, open the door, because we've got a little gate on the stairs. And um, I think she's always hearing me say, close the door. I, I don't even know. I wasn't even sure that's what she was saying, but that's exactly what it sounds like. And she'll go to the door and say, open the door. It sounds more like, abba da da <laughs> So while it is a joy, you know, to um, be at home with a one-year-old and let me just say as well that I'm very lucky, I'm very blessed to be able to be a stay-at-home mum. You know, my husband is happy for me not to work or he doesn't really want me to work. He doesn't encourage it, not in a bad way. He just thinks that, you know, someone needs to be at home with the baby and so do I. As much as sometimes it drives me crazy, I do love being at home with her and I'm very grateful that I can be home with her. But it is a bit hard sometimes being stuck at home with a one-year-old when most of my friends are working. My family is like lives pretty far away. 
but I do try and make some time. Um, cleaning, cleaning just never ends. And I think when you're at home, you just seem to be cleaning all the time because it's just more to be done. I feel like when I was working, I was getting more done because I was on top of things because I knew I had to be, you know, somewhere at a certain time or I had to do this. I had to go and get the groceries by this time because, you know, I had to be at work in an hour or whatever it was. So it it just was easier to manage things. Yes, it was tiring, but I'm tired now. So (laughs) I don't know. What's the difference? And another um, con about being a stay-at-home mom is there's no routine and I get really bored. I do get very bored. That's why I'm doing a podcast, I guess, keep me sane and entertained at the same time. Yeah, so no routine. I mean, I can make things to do like go to playgroup or I, I don't even know, go to childcare centre. No, not childcare centres. Go to playgroup and do things like that, fun things with her, go to kinder gym. I don't know, but it, it's because it's not really something I have to do or something I'm committed to, I just don't seem to do it and end up spending most of my days at home by myself with the one-year-old, listening to her talk gibberish and um, ask for wiggles all day long, pretty much from when she wakes up to when she goes to sleep. Uh, She's talking about the wiggles. And she's even learned to say Emma, which is pretty cute because she could barely say anybody else's name. (laughs) She's only recently just started saying her siblings' names. Um, Obviously, she said mum and dad for a long time. And, um, yeah, so she's Emma is probably the first person Uh, outside of the family for her to say her name. So the pros, let's get to those. Staying at home with a one-year-old is fun in lots of ways because I get to stay home in my pyjamas if I want to all day long. It's going to be good come winter. You know those days when you just don't want to leave the house? I'm going to appreciate it then. But at the moment, you know, I can just stay home and do what I want to do basically. Um, Not having to rush off anywhere as well is another Uh, pro because that means I don't have to be anywhere at a certain time obviously occasionally I'll have appointments you know I had an appointment today at nine so that was that made sure I got motivated and and out of the house and I'm really proud I did I fed Jacinta um, changed her and I I know that sounds something to be proud of I'm sure this is what people do every day (laughs) but hey I'm proud it's a milestone for me (laughs) getting out by nine o'clock getting sorry being at my appointment 20 20 minutes away at nine o'clock is a big achievement. So um, it's probably helped that I had my daughter to, you know, pick up a bag or um, strap her in the car for me and my husband to, you know, open the car, whatever it was, just those little tiny extra things because you always when you're by yourself, you know, it is a struggle. But um, that's okay. So I don't have to rush off anywhere. So that's another pro. I get to spend so much quality time watching little Miss Jacinta grow into this gorgeous little girl that she's growing into. She's so friendly. Everywhere I go, um, she waves at people. She says, hello, just today I was doing some groceries and and she waved at the guy at the butcher. She just says, hello. I don't tell her to. She just, um, she just does it. She likes talking to people and waves at people and people are stunned by how friendly she is. And I'd like to say that, um, I can take the credit for that, I guess. Being with her for so long, I'm guessing that I've rubbed off in her in some way, uh, you know, to be nice to people. And I'm teaching her so many wonderful things, um, reading and writing. Well, okay, that's a stretch. She's definitely not reading or writing, but those things I will plan to teach her because I'm reading to her now, teaching her, you know, alphabet songs, although the Wiggles are doing a lot of that as well, (laughs) and some other TV shows that she likes. She loves um, ABC Kids, so she gets up and watches, I guess it's my fault. I I, I just didn't know what to do, and I'm like, how do I entertain a kid? Put the TV on. That's how we all get entertained, isn't it? 
So put the TV on and um, first thing that comes on is bananas because I used to put the radio on before I had Jacinta. Um, I'd always put the radio on. First thing in the morning, come down, put the kettle on and put the radio on. Ask anybody. That would be the first thing I would do. Straight away, on goes the radio. But now I kind of feel like, oh, that's not entertaining for her. How am I going to entertain her? So I put the the uh, TV on and put ABC Kids. It's pretty much on all day. And I need some background noise as well. And you kind of forget about yourself, I guess. And if I have the radio on and the TV, it's annoying because you can't hear either anyway. So it's just like, well, what's the point? So she'll watch a few shows and then she'll go to bed. But she's learning a lot and I love that we watch um, Play School and they've got the numbers and so I'll, I'll rewind it and count the numbers or count the birds or whatever it is that they're counting and get her to say the numbers. And as we walk up and down the stairs, I count the, uh, the stairs with her and try and get her to say the numbers. Obviously, she's not that smart yet. She's only 14 months. I mean, she's very smart, but she's not saying numbers. I'm not going to lie to you. But um, something she is saying is lots of animals and animal noises. So the latest one from the Wiggles, <laughs> oh, geez, I'm not teaching you much in my TV, is um, Camel. So they've got a uh, little, I don't know, like a segment or whatever it is uh, about a camel. His name is Zamel. And so it's a little song and the camel's name is Zamel. And at the end of it, the camel makes a sound like this. And I always ask her what sound the camel makes. And so the camel makes, Ugh. so she'll walk around the house or to everybody saying, Ugh. and sometimes I have to explain to people why she's saying that because it just looks like she's crazy but um that's really funny and she can make other sounds so we'll go through the animals and say oh what does a duck say or what does a doggy say and what does this say so I'm teaching her and teaching her what they are what they look like and and we open up a book we do open books especially the picture books um with just like a picture of whatever it is of animals or of home items and I'll point to them and tell her and wherever we go I point to you know, whatever it is, chair or desk or table or drink or coffee. Like today she wanted my coffee and I had to keep saying, no, that's coffee. And then I bought her a milkshake. And then, you know what she said? Cheers. <laughs> she wanted to cheers me with her milkshake and my coffee. So it's so cute. She's 14 months old. That's amazing. I'm so proud of her. Um, she knows people's names. I'm teaching her how to build things, singing songs together. So that is definitely a pro. I mean, I feel like I'm a, I'm a kindergarten teacher or a preschool teacher, but with one, and she's so beautiful that it's an honour. <sighs> Getting to be there for every milestone. Oh, my goodness, how lucky am I? Getting to hear her first word, which disappointingly was dad and not mum. Should have been mum, right? <laughs> I'm the one that was always there. I'm the one that was waking up at four o'clock in the morning for feeds and things like that. Hey, it should have been mum. But I really feel like uh, she's been sent as a gift, a heavenly gift, pretty much for my husband, well, for both of us, but for my husband at this time after his loss, you know, coming home to a beautiful little baby, so happy and full of joy like her is just an absolute blessing for him and, you know, I get to see the smile on his face where he's going through such a hard time and something can make him smile like that. The innocence of a one-year-old, it's great. Yeah, so I'm very lucky that I do get to be there for every milestone and hear her first word, her first laugh, the first time she smiles, the first time she says camel, 
I've been trying to teach her camel for a few days because she's making the sound, but she calls it a mammal. <laughs> um, she calls Wiggles Wilwa, but she also calls her brother, whose name is William Wilwa. So I think she's a bit confused there. And um, sometimes I get to meet up with friends and family if they're available. So I've been um, spending some time with a few of my girlfriends. One was working uh, a morning shift and then an afternoon shift, so I'd meet up with her sometimes during the day. And my other friend is a stay-at-home mum, but she's a busy one, so I don't like to – she's got two other kids at school, um, young ones – three, whoops (laughs) – three other kids at school so you can imagine how busy she is running here there and everywhere and she doesn't really have much time for me but she's there when I need her and she's there when I need to talk to her and that's the main thing and she's been um, a great uh, tool in helping me get my mojo back so thank you to my friends you know who I'm talking about should I say their names I guess I should Marianne and Kelly have been amazing they've been there every step of the way and messaging me to see how I'm doing and all the rest of it, and uh, Marianne with her own kids is helping me find some time to get out of the house and and do some exciting things. So another pro is um, yeah, meeting up with being able to meet up with people because I am have lost my mojo at the moment. I think that has a lot to do with not being able to get out of the house as much and not wanting to meet up with people. But I know I can if I want to. Like my other sisters, they do live. Uh, about half an hour away and they have told me to come and do playgroup with um, their kids and bring Jacinta to playgroup but I don't know it's Monday morning early in the morning 9 30 <laughs> it's too early for me on a Monday after a weekend I just feel like you know I need to get on top of some housework and I just I don't know I can't be bothered I'm just exhausted I'm so exhausted I don't know how I was taking her to work even if it was for a couple of hours you know a day Um, every day just doing what I was doing at the radio. I have no idea how I did it and I have no idea how mums get up every day, go to work five days a week, especially with little babies like preschool and younger age group. How do you do it? How do you do it? If you you have some suggestions for me, hit me up, anchor.fm forward slash Mazahood. I need to know what's the secret. I'm just struggling here. I'm just tired, 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 tired. I, I um when I was doing radio, there's a um a guy, what's his name? Post Malone. So he's a singer or a DJ or whatever he is. And he's got tattooed under his eyes, always tired. And I remember when I was talking about him on air, I'd be like, oh, who does this guy think he is? He's got no idea what always tired is. He's got no kids. Like he's not he's not a parent or how dare he be always tired? How dare he say he's always tired? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> but I didn't. I couldn't do that. I couldn't get a tattoo. But that's a different story. So another pro of being a stay-at-home mom with little Miss J watching her grow is um, every day feels like the weekend pretty much. I can do what I want when I want. I mean, I've got two other kids which I obviously have to, you know, make sure they've got food and make sure they're well looked after. But um, my daughter, being a uni student, is barely home. She's, you know, 18 now, so she does her own thing and it's not. we don't really see much of her. And my son is 16 and I don't know if you've got any teenagers. They don't really like to talk much. They don't really like to hang out with their parents either. So <laughs> I don't see much of him. But, of course, I love them both to death and, um, you know, trying my best to do everything to make them happy and to give them a good home and a good life and things like that. So, but, yeah, no real schedule unless 
I have to do dentist appointments or, or anything like that, but there's nothing major going on in my life. I, I feel like I just sort of put full stop on everything and just sort of, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess putting resigning from my job did make me um, – didn't take me to a very good place, but in saying that I guess I need to take this time and make the most of it and this time with her – uh, with little Miss J will go so fast. Well, she's already 14 months old and before I know it she'll be two and then she'll be three and four and going to school and I'll be like, wow, okay, I'm single again almost, like, you know what I mean, free basically. Got a lot of too much freedom on my hands. Well, between nine and three I will anyway and I'll be like, well, what do I do with myself? So I'm trying to make the most of this time now and spend it with her. Right now she's asleep so I can spend it with you. So it's great. Um, and uh, one of the other things I love to do or I can do, one of the pros, is being able to do things when I want. So kind of. <laughs> I wanted to do this podcast a few days ago. That didn't quite work out, but that's, you know, part of being a mum and having family and having to do things and having commitments and things like that. But I can basically, if I wanted to go and get groceries right now, possibly not right now because she's asleep and then I'll wake her up and she'll be very grumpy, but after she wakes up, I could go get some groceries or I could go and, you know, see a friend or I could go and, I don't know, something. I guess not anything I want because I'll have a one-year-old hanging off my leg, but that's okay <laughs> for now. As I said, that will go really fast. So, yeah, a pro of being a stay-at-home mom is pretty much I can do things whenever I want. And one of my favourite things or my favourite pros of being a mum, especially to little Miss J because she's just so full of energy and life, is um, showing her off and and getting her to perform for me <laughs> on the spot, getting to perform for people like she's my own little uh, circus, I don't know, animal or something. That sounds terrible. What I mean is like I tell her, you know, tell people what a cow says or Tell daddy what a camel says or tell your brother, you know, what, what a froggy says. She can't say froggy. When I teach her the alphabet and um, I say the letters and I've taught her the sound a B makes. So she doesn't say B, she says A and then I say A for apple and she tries to apple. It sounds, I think she's saying apple. I don't know. Maybe it's something else. But um, it sounds like apple. And then I said B and she says bzzz instead of saying the letter. So we're a bit stuck there but that's okay. We'll get there. And I just love, you know, when we when we talk to people and I, I could say, oh, Jacinta can do this and Jacinta can do that. Yes, I'm one of those bad mums showing my baby off all the time. And she's a great icebreaker. Like if there's, you know, somebody maybe you haven't spoken to in a while or you're in a crowd, uh, a crowded room full of people you know but you just don't know what to say, you don't know how to talk, usually they'll come up to you. That happened to me the other day actually. Um, one lady came running up to me. Um, uh, my husband's cousin, I was like, wow, she's really excited to see me. She's, I've never seen her smile <laughs> that much when she sees me. I'm, I'm honoured. Uh, why is she so happy to see me? And then I realised, oh, hang on, it's not you she's happy to see, it's your daughter. And then she just took her and she wouldn't give her back. So, I mean, she can't hate me that much, otherwise, you know, she wouldn't want to come near me. But she obviously, you know, she, she loves my daughter and a lot of people do and I'm very blessed that she gives that charisma um, to people when she she walks in a room basically or when I carry her in a room. No, she can walk now. When she walks into a room, you know, people's faces light up and she's just so friendly and easygoing um, to talk to people and, and that's what I absolutely love about her. She's a little blessing, thank God. 
So there's um, a lot of pros there about being a stay-at-home mum. When I first thought about doing this, pros and cons, I thought, oh, it's going to be mostly cons because, you know, life's pretty hard. Actually, another con that I <laughs> I missed, um, looking at my kitchen right now, it is covered in um, those baby um, to lock the drawers and things like that. So I can't get into any of my drawers. And so when I do close them, they're annoying because you open the drawer and you're like, oh, damn it, I forgot to, you know, pull the tab off or whatever it is. And then those child safety lock things. And then um, I forget to close them because they're annoying. And then she'll come in and she'll pull everything out or, or break something. And it's like, oh my goodness. So that's uh, that's a major con, actually. We've had to put a gate on the stairs just to stop it from going up and down the stairs. And the main reason, I got it for the kitchen, but it was too small. So that was really annoying because um, I measured it, but it was too small. I don't know, not very good for measurements, obviously. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I have to go get another one or you have to get um, extra bits for it. And, of course, I haven't gotten around to that. So I... Um, put it on the stairs I thought you know what because we've got glass a glass balcony and so I got all these fingerprints up the stairs and it was just driving me mental because I'd clean it and then you know the next day not even the next day later that day there'd be fingerprints all over it again I'm like oh my goodness I can't handle this I can't clean all day every day but it's just I can't look at it either all these fingerprints everywhere so it's worked out really well and um, now when we do come downstairs in the morning she'll close the gate herself so it's fantastic so I don't have to worry about her going up and down the stairs but now I have to worry about her getting into the kitchen and the fridge she's obsessed with the fridge now she doesn't know what it's called but she knows what's in there and she knows that's where all the good stuff is that she wants and so she'll come and point to the fridge and make me pick her up and open the fridge and she'll point at everything she wants and look at everything. And she, I think she's just mesmerised by the light in there and all the colours and all the things that she can eat because, of course, babies think that everything can go in their mouth. So she's, like, mesmerised by it all and, oh, it's just it's hilarious. And then when I pull something out, she's like, no, no, no. Well, she knows no now. Where did she learn no? Where, how, how do they learn so fast? I guess that's from being a stay-at-home mum and being able to teach her so many things and getting her to learn. My husband's trying to teach her some swear words because he's naughty, so she's not saying them yet, but I'm sure it's only a matter of time. If she's saying, you know, open the door, then that'll be the next thing if he keeps saying it enough. Nothing too bad. Just um, have you ever seen that movie, uh, Meet the Fockers? No, is it Meet the Fockers? Yeah, the second one. So um, with not Adam Sandler, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. But um, he's in it and he's, you know, meeting um, his parents and his in-laws or soon-to-be in-laws meeting for the first time and they, the in-laws or to-be bring their nephew along, Ben Stiller. I think that's his name. Just came to me. Um, yeah, so Ben Stiller's in-laws and or future in-laws and his parents are meeting for the first time and his future in-laws have brought their little baby nephew and his um, – the his future father-in-law is played by Robert De Niro, who's very strict ex-CIA agent, and of course, imagine that being your father-in-law. <laughs> and you know they're not married yet, so he's sussing him out and seeing what he can do, and uh, like what kind of person he is. And then he leaves him alone with his nephew, and um, I can't remember why he says it, but he doesn't say it to the kid, but he says, "Oh, a hole, asshole." I suppose I could swear on this, can't I? I don't know. Um, sorry if you've got kids listening. Anyway, he says, asshole. And so the baby turns around and says, 
Oh, and that's his first word. My husband thinks it's absolutely hilarious to get my daughter to say it. So he's trying to teach her to say it. And I'm worried she's going to learn and she's going to say it at the wrong time. So, yeah, um, well, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted on how that goes. But at the moment she's just being a good girl, saying good words, animal sounds. Um, I'm teaching her to say please. Oh, my gosh, it's so cute. So I think in my second podcast, I mentioned I was trying to get her to say please and thank you because I think it's very important to, you know, for kids to use manners, um, for everybody to use manners, not just kids, but if you teach kids to use manners, then they're going to grow up into adults that use their manners because that's just what they know and that's what they're used to. It's very important. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, she, I have been trying to get her to say please because when she puts her hand out to people for whatever it is, or people give her something, I want her to show appreciation and say, um, you know, please, or thank you or whatever it is. So thank you. Not yet. She's saying ta, but she's saying, please, please. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. I know I don't sound as cute as her, but, um, yeah, you'll probably get to hear her soon. I know because it is very hard to do uh, these podcasts when she's asleep. Like I don't often find the time because there's so many other things to do like cleaning and cooking and ironing and shopping and, well, not when she's asleep, but you know what I mean. There's so many other things. Maybe sleeping myself, sometimes I just feel like I need a nap, especially after, you know, she likes to keep us up all night, not all night, but often. Last night I was like so exhausted from the night before and I thought, that's it, I'm going to bed early. I'm actually going to do it because I always say I'm going to bed early and I never do. And so I did. I went to bed, I think it was about 10, which is early for me. And I wasn't planning to go to sleep because I knew that's impossible. And so I, I should have read. That's where I made the mistake. But I put on the TV for just, you know, I don't know, just to chillax, I guess, chill out. And um, I got interested in some, I don't know, botched I think it's called, Seeing people's boob jobs gone wrong makes me really think don't ever do that. Don't mess with yourself. I mean, if you've done that or you're wanting to do that, good luck. I hope it works out for you. But it's just so scary, the things that can go wrong. And if you're thinking, you know, oh, this isn't good enough and that's not good enough, it could be so much worse. So anyway, I was watching that and, you know, got interested in that and then something else came on and I just thought, oh, I need to go to sleep. But I just couldn't, knowing that she's probably going to wake up soon and then just as I'm just about to go to sleep, probably, you know, in a few more minutes I would have been asleep. She starts screaming and I said to my husband, just leave her, just leave her, please, just leave her. I didn't say please, I should have. I said, just leave her, let her scream a bit. And she screamed for a few minutes and then he went to get her and I'm like, no, no, just leave her. And then she came into our bed and then she wanted to play and she was talking and she was babbling and she's just wanting to play and I'm like, no, this can't be happening again. I just... I need my sleep. This is a disaster. But the good thing about her coming in at that time is that then I got to sleep through the night rather than the night before waking up, I don't know, if it was 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning to her screaming and deciding if I should leave her or pick her up and then I felt bad for everybody else in the house so I thought I'd just put her in our bed. And I, <laughs> I kind of I want to appreciate her in our bed because I know it's not going to last forever. But at the same time, I need my space at the moment. I need my my bedtime at the moment. I need my own bed at the moment just to have that time with my husband and I guess myself to not have a head in my back or kicking, being kicked in the back or just being scared of what area is going to get attacked next. So I need that time. 
but at the same time I'm so tired that I just can't be bothered, you know, uh, just hanging in, around in the cot just trying to put her back to sleep. So I just pick her up and put her in my bed and usually she'll fall back asleep. But last night because the TV was on and everybody was still up and chatting, so she was like, oh, oh it's morning time. It's time for a chat. Yay, let's have a chat. So now I feel bad. I've ended on a negative note and I wanted to end on a positive note. Well, Jacinta has woken up now, so this is going to be fun. Luckily, I'm uh, finishing up. So I'll put the wiggles on for her and she can enjoy that and you can enjoy hearing her in the background. Loud and clear. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you watching the wiggles? Yeah, so she doesn't want to talk anymore. But um. I'll see if I can get her to say Emma because it's so cute. Jacinta, who's that? Is that Emma? Can you say Emma? Emma. Emma, good girl. Uh, I love you. So, yeah, okay, so where was I? So not to end on a negative note, um, put a bit of positivity into this. Um through my life, or probably since Facebook, <laughs> no, before then. It used to be songs, uh, lyrics before then that used to help me lift myself up. Now it's probably positive quotes, still some song lyrics. Um, so when Facebook started, you know, all the positive quotes and things like that. So if I look back, like my uh, when the memories come back on Facebook, so like this time last year or whatever it is, there's always a positive quote on there and I guess that kept me going and seeing them now when I do get to go on Facebook is really good, although a lot of them don't resonate with me now. A lot of them do but some of them don't and I'm like, okay, well, that's not speaking to me right now. So I need things that are speaking to me right now and helping me through my time that I'm going through now as a mum, as an exhausted mum, as somebody who's given up on their dream or put it on pause for now just while I – stay at home and be a mum to Jacinta and try and make the most of it and appreciate what I have. I know this is coming across like I don't appreciate it, but it's just it has been hard. When you have so much freedom in your life and then you kind of have it taken away, um, I'm sure there's there's mums out there that can relate, and I do feel guilty for saying that, but that's I, I told you it's going to be raw, it's going to be emotional. I'm being honest. It um, has really turned my life upside down but it is time to go forward time to stop looking at the negativity and looking at the positives and that's what this uh week's podcast was about looking at the pros and cons and mainly the pros definitely outweigh the cons so to finish up on a positive note I've got a quote for you never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it the time will pass anyway Earl Nightingale so I will never give up on my dream of being a uh, commercial radio announcer because that's what I want to do. I was doing uh, radio announcing, doing the drive shift five days a week from four to six at my local community station and it was a paid job. So that was a step in the right direction. But my dream is to work at a commercial station and, you know, be the radio announcer, be a good one, be somebody that, you know, I can be proud of and they can be proud of that they've hired me. So thanks for listening. And I hope you have a fabulous day. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be back with another podcast for you shortly. It's goodbye now from Mama Maz. Have a good one.